The presenting sponsor of Moon Tower Soccer is FVF Law. To find out what makes FVF a different kind of injury law firm, you can visit fef.law. Moon Tower Soccer Podcast. I'm Stephanie Craniola. And I'm Mike Ellison. And we are all about the boys. I just realized this is the last time that I'll do Swoon Tower as Mike Ellison. Oh, wow. Yeah, we are talking about the swooniest of weekends. Mike and I are getting married on Sunday. Let's go. <laughs> so next time you hear, it will be Steph and Mike Craniola. It's pretty exciting. Pretty huge deal. Yeah. I'm going to mess that up. <laughs> That's fine. That's what editing is for. So <laughs> today we are covering the away match in Montreal, Mate Convos, and probably the most exciting thing that we've ever done on this show. Most exciting thing? Yeah, we interviewed a real celebrity. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we had to set up a private interview with a very famous celebrity, uh, and we can't wait for y'all to hear it. So Yeah, so we're just going to jump right in, because we did not have a home match this uh, cycle of Swoon Tower episodes, but we do have a match Scott that we interviewed. It's true. Who uh, is it, Mike? Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we got to interview the one and only Vin Diesel. Oh my gosh. Now, I'm just going to be super honest with you all. If our dog was not an only child... He's sulking in the background right now. If he was not an only child, this interview would not be published because we just would have adopted Vin Diesel. It's true. We would have taken him home right away, uh, straight from the Foster's house who allowed us to come and visit him in a real world situation where he was just so sweet and so fun. I uh, I cannot, I can't get over this dog. Uh, he is a 60 pound pit bull mix and he is just the the oh and you'll hear it in the interview that we do with him how just like sweet and loving and perfect sausagey oh my gosh he is he's so cute his mouth he's like one of those hippo pit bulls that his face kind of looks like a hippopotamus sometimes yeah he's he's not he's a thick one Uh, (laughs) we love him listen to the tape all right, Vin Diesel, we have some questions for you. Hey, you ready to answer some questions? Of all of the Austin FC boys, whose car do you want to ride in the most? Great oh, answer. Good answer, yeah. bud. Yeah. That's a fancy one. Yeah. Vinny, what words of advice do you have for Danny after the, after the Montreal match? Oh, those are good. Those are good words of advice. I think that's the most inspiring thing I've ever heard from a dog. Yeah, easy. Hey, Vinny D, can you give us a Listos Verde? Good Good boy. boy. Yeah. And then uh, we did have some follow-up questions for his foster, Jen, uh, which we will play for you now. Right, so we are here with APA volunteer Jen, and we've got some questions that maybe Vinny D doesn't have the vocabulary to answer himself. So what kind of family would Vin Diesel swipe right on? What's his perfect match? His perfect match would be 
uh, a very low-key family that loves a much of a squish ball kind of lovey-dovey kissy black pity that weighs maybe about 65 pounds <laughs> and is so happy to see you when you come home awesome would you describe Vinny as a city socialite a couch potato <laughs> or a nature boy Oh, couch potato. <laughs> yes, however more couch potato you can make that, couch potato. Got it. <laughs> I feel like if we know anything about pities, it's that they love the couch. Yes. Oh, what's his favorite toy? His favorite toy was an Austin FC soccer ball. Uh, what <laughs> happened to that? <laughs> we took the inner membrane out. Um, yeah, so that was fun, but we worked on a project, but it was a very good project it lasted us a couple months nice. um but i would say his favorite 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 everyday go-to is going to be his tennis balls so we have a basket in the house we have a basket or we have them out in the yard um he's pretty much ready to grab a ball pretty much any time nice. uh and then what is Vinny's cutest habit there are so many let me think I think that one of the cutest habits is being a little sous chef where he comes around and he has to sit right by the stove and that eat. Out. And eat and, and especially he loves the vegetables. So this Green is peppers? A, uh, he hasn't tried those yet. He likes broccoli. He likes zucchini. He likes carrots. He likes almost anything that's frozen. Um, <laughs> that's his thing. The man, if he could cook... <laughs> Vegetarian chef. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank, thank you for you letting us meet Vin Diesel. Thank you. Thank you so much. So massive, massive thank you again to Jen for letting us meet Vin Diesel and uh, Susie for taking the video that you can see on the Moon Tower Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And just thank you, Vin Diesel, for existing. I'm going to rate Vin Diesel 9 billion tennis balls out of 10. Uh, that's a fair fair ranking. I'm going to rank Vin Diesel as 60,000 gallons of water out of 10. <laughs> I just love him so much. He's so sweet. He's uh, so cute. We cannot overstate the cuteness of this dog. If you So his page on Austin Pets Alive is linked in the show notes. And if you scroll through these pictures and videos and don't fall in love with him there's something wrong check your check yourself yeah and if you know anyone <laughs> who has a low-key home who is looking for the most lovable pup let them know let them know that vin diesel needs a happy happy forever home and they should get him he's great he's, he's great. great we love him uh speaking of things that are great yeah that match in montreal so for a little bit of color Y'all, uh, the Swoon Tower team was supposed to travel to this match. We sure were. Originally, we were going to be in town in Montreal for our wedding, and we were going to make it a twofer. We were going to do an away day and our wedding in the same kind of week. And then uh, the powers that be decided that that was not <laughs> in uh, the budget. You know, we... Uh, are about as loosely affiliated with the striker as possible. And for some reason, they didn't pay for us to fly to Montreal to cover the pregame outfits. Um. <laughs> yeah, once we had to move our wedding to Austin, going up and back in a weekend just wasn't wasn't going to work for it us. It wasn't for us. But instead, we got to watch the match on the couch. <laughs> and it was wonderful to be home and watch a game together. It was, I'm not going to lie. 
I I was I'm not happy that it's raining up there all week, but like it did make me feel a little better about not being able to get married. <laughs> Yeah, uh, seeing everybody in parkas definitely reminded me that like maybe this was the right move. So yeah, we'll talk about that when it's 119 degrees on Sunday. Can't wait! <laughs> I wish it were 120. So some of uh, some of the best takeaways from the Montreal match. Now I know that Landon and Jeremiah talked about this briefly on Moon Tower, but it bears repeating. When Kai Kamara was uh, blocked by Stuver and just ran over and like hugged him and kissed his head. Gave him the littlest smooch. It was so sweet so and cute. so cute. Like I have heard that Kai Kamara is like a not cool dude, like oh. off, like just as like a, a competitor or whatever. But like people say the same thing about Felipe. Wow. And so I I'll wonder, fight him. Right. I was going to say like. Clearly, he's a sweetheart who, like, bonds with his teammates, yeah. his former teammates, really well. And, like, I mean, he gave, he gave Brad Stuver a little smooch in the middle of the game. Yeah, like, it's, it's just so nice. cute. It's nice to see former teammates, even though, obviously, they are competing, have that still, that respect for each other and that appreciation for each other. It was yeah. nice to see. I loved it. Also, uh, nice to see, even though, you know, to someone like me, totally unnecessary, Danny Pereira's apology on Twitter after the match. That sweet, sweet boy. I mean, when when he got the red card, uh, you did say, "I hope he apologizes to me specifically." I on the did, couch. did I did not. You looked at Hero and you said, "I can't believe." Maybe once we get married, Mike will stop making up stories about me on wow. this podcast. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was really kind and really uh, showed a level of maturity mm-hmm. uh, to to take that burden on. Right? Yes. Um, and in turn, Julio's apology in the PA video that we got afterwards. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, these these post-win hype videos mm-hmm. are one of my favorite things about this season so far. Same. If you aren't following the official club social media, like step up uh, yeah. your game because, man, they are good. They make me want to run through a wall every time. We got another big inspirational speech competitor in this one yeah when we do the run through a wall uh bracket at the end of the season we've got to put davy arno in it now yeah hey we- happy birthday yeah Davey. uh we are recording this today on the 22nd which is his <laughs> birthday uh so we are recording this today surprise <laughs> we aren't recording yesterday but yeah uh we saw on instagram that it is his birthday so happy birthday yeah, uh, we we officially have added you to the list of people that Swoon Tower will run through walls for. So uh, that's your present from us this year. We hope you love it. No returns. <laughs> yeah, and of course, naturally, with that uh, post-win hype video, we get our picture. The picture. Our sweet, 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 sweet picture. <laughs> I love how hyped the boys get to take the picture. I think that's my favorite part is that everyone is really, and I said this uh, just before we recorded about their social medias as well. Everyone seems to be leaning into that persona, that Swoon Tower persona this season. Yeah, it's all us. You're welcome. No, 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 I know. (laughs) That's not what I meant, but it's like they know kind of what the fans have. And we're such a small, well, I don't know if we're a small sliver of fans, but like there are, I, I feel like sports in general, 
99% of people watch sports for the sports, right? <laughs> but I don't know if that's true. That's what I'm starting to, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm starting to maybe understand is that it's even for the players, it's more than that. Sure. Yeah. And I think with some of the stuff that the club is doing, uh, especially here in Austin, like uh, go skate day. This mm-hmm. this past couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, like they're ingratiating themselves into the community and like working on different things that kind of tie together to produce a different than the normal ethos around yes. sports, right? Like, yeah, I think that says it way more eloquently than I ever would have been able to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's nice to see the club leaning into it and the players, I guess is. You know, that's the stuff I want to see. And they are giving it to us. (laughs) And I know it's listed way later, but I think where we've kind of threaded this conversation, like we would be remiss not to mention the media that covers the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Westward Ho. Oh, my God. Like episode five might be the uh, the first time I've ever wanted my own child uh, (laughs) since I've like been alive oh my god what a cute episode (laughs) yeah if you haven't listened to it if you haven't listened to westward ho you really should um i could sing you the opening song right now do it we got the sounders nashville fcd lafc rsl skc and galaxy verde white caps quakes and raps don't forget the timbers dynamo westward ho She had to pull away from the mic because she belts the heck out of that every single time. Uh, She will be walking around the house singing it. I also enjoy listening to the podcast. (laughs) I have learned a lot about the Western Conference of MLS from it uh, and from Phil West, who runs that show. It's full of Phil West stuff, uh, like calling the episodes Hopisodes. It's so good. It's, it's really, it is informational and it's casual. It's easy listening if you're not familiar with a lot of the teams in the same vein as a moon tower. Uh, I, I love it. But episode five takes the cake. Yeah. So Phil interviews the most, the most well-versed Vancouver Whitecaps fan that I know. <laughs> Whitecap Cougars. That's right. Uh, <laughs> About the Whitecaps and why they are uh, their favorite team. Yeah. It's a great episode. It is a very short episode to listen through. Mm -hmm. Uh, Phil talks about podcasts in dog walks as his kind of measurement of time. (laughs) This is like getting ready to take the dog on a walk level kind of time. Yeah. So go ahead. Listen to it when you're doing anything. (laughs) Yeah, it's really fun. Um, And more just going through our notes, more examples of the team really leaning into that type of media. We had another episode of Mate Con Vos. Gosh, Mate Con Vos. What a show. What a concept. Yes. It's just so perfect. It's genius. And the fact that they got the coaching staff involved in this one, I mean, I I have a lot to say. Uh, I took notes as I was going because my Spanish is, um, what did you say, elementary? 
Yeah. My understanding is better than I don't ask me to to say anything because I'm never no? gonna no. Debes hablar en español. I can understand. I just ese, ese episodio en <laughs> español. Just, just stop. No. Venga, I, vamos. I'm I have a I have language um speaking anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I can listen I and read all day long. I love that the idea of speaking has yes. brought you there right yes. now yep. on the show. So let's talk about uh, my overall takeaway. Um, this, what I realized on this episode or what I noticed on the, this episode is that Diego is the the me of Mate yeah. Con Vos. So I do a D&D show with Mike and our college improv friends. Uh, we do a weekly kind of talk show where we just chat about random view style things. And I feel like in a lot of what we do in this show also. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. What about me? Yeah. What about you? In, <laughs> in everything that I do, I feel like I'm the one who is like, okay, let's keep going. Let's move this story forward. You are the reasonable person. <laughs> I know that you have been riffing on uh, what a Dungeons and Drag Dragons bank might look like, but we got a story to tell. Like, let's let's move on from the bank. Or in this case, I know that you have been referencing Argentine commercials uh, for to each other that you both remember from when you were children. But uh, I don't know those things. <laughs> and so I'm going to keep asking the questions exactly. that the audience has for y'all. Yeah. And Diego does such a good job of that. And he clearly is trying to move it forward. Let everyone have their fun. Enjoy the fun. And keep coming back to the audience. Do you think this is all a setup? Do you think Diego's goal post-retirement is to be like a, a talking head? Yes. No, like a... Oh. I would have said streamer before I said like commentator. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sports analyst or whatever, in-studio interviewer I guy. mean, maybe. I honestly don't think there's a long game in this. I think they're just having fun. <laughs> I really do, but he is very good. He's at, really good at it, yeah. and so like I, I would, if he decided to, I would watch the hell out of his show. Yes, uh, you know who's not as good at that? Literally everyone else. Yes, literally everyone else, but mostly Seba and Maxi. <laughs> when the couch got crowded and Coach Wolf was there and Felipe was there, the two of them just giggling in the corner to each other. Oh my yeah. goodness. Just talking to each other, mm -hmm. doing bits with each other. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like covering the microphone so yeah. that no one else could hear that. Like we weren't even allowed to be involved right? uh, because it was Maxi and Seba time. Like, oh no, no, no. We were we were public <laughs> for a little bit and now it's our time for ourselves again. Yeah. I gosh, I I loved the whole episode. It was such it's such it's it's always such a great peek into their personalities. And what they like. Yes. Uh, it's so great. I have a bunch of notes from the show itself. My first one was around their best goal conversation yeah. and how sweet and cute this was. So they were talking about the best goal of the season that Austin has scored. And Diego right away goes, oh, it was Seba in Houston. And Se Sebastian Driussi starts laughing about mm -hmm. it because there's no way in his mind that that would be the goal and he's like no of course it's maxi in san jose yep and maxi like immediately backpedals on it no 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 like i only score those type of goals sometimes with you it's like basically every time bah, 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 bah. and it's just so sweet the way that like 
you would expect pro athletes mm-hmm. to be like, heck yeah, my goal was the best yeah. goal. And they're like, no, 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 you though. I know. They just <laughs> love each other so much. Uh, my first note is about Maxi. And uh, he wants us to send him a message so that we can have a Los Verdes grill party. So yeah. whoever is in charge of sending out messages, like, let's do it. <laughs> Maxi, let's do it. Yeah, Maxi, if you want to uh, cook for me and Steph uh, oh, after sure. the after the you know the FC Dallas match, uh, we're gonna go to Hop Squad to hang out just before our wedding. Nothing says happy marriage like a big a, meat. A, <laughs> wow. Well, what's your next? Clip your, it. What's your clip <laughs> it? What's your next note? <laughs> My next note. Is when Ruben came on to the episode. Oh, I have like 17 notes about Ruben. I noticed. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of Ruben being on the episode was when he just looked at Driussi and goes, how many goals you got? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at Diego and he goes, hey, how many goals you got? And then he goes, oh, you've got three. I've got two. So good. Like, he's such yeah. his personality. I mean, and he says it. I'm good television. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is so fun. My I think my favorite part I have like, like I said, like a million notes on Ruben being on there. But my favorite thing that he said is when someone asked for advice on being a center back. And his advice was don't be a center back, be a striker, score goals, have fun. Being a center back is just hard work. I really liked when they asked him to count the number of languages he spoke <laughs> and he got to his second hand and he goes, oh, six body language. <laughs> like, yup. Oh, it's so good. He's just so entertaining and he's so chill. And this goes back to when we talked about this, our first episode or our smile bracket episode, when we talked about our new signings and I had seen that little video of him putting on a, a cape and running on his twitter i was like this guy's gonna be funny and seeing yeah i feel like we haven't gotten to see this clearly he's goofy in practice he does his little goofy phantom of the opera thing but this is his personality and getting to really see it oh i loved it yeah so good also he did the snake celebration before he (laughs) left uh loved to see that me too Next favorite note of the episode was Maxie's dad joke. <laughs> so after after Ruben left, um, Rodrigo Rios came on one of the one of the coaching staff, and uh, Papa de Rodney, El Papa de Rodney, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they they were talking and one of the questions asked in the audience was what's your uh what's your favorite pastime uh cuál es tu mejor pasatiempo and maxi just deadpans at the camera el reloj and i could not handle what an incredible dad joke it was yeah. i had to pause the the video i had to look at stuff i had to say it and then I kept laughing, and then I was able to like continue watching. Yeah, and that's something that obviously I totally missed. But... Oh, God, it's so good. <sighs> so funny. Uh, my my next note is that Musa Jite is the best dancer. I mean, it makes sense. No, it doesn't. Sure it does. You've seen his legs. Those are dancer's <laughs> legs. You know what? You're right. 
You're right. Those are legs that can pistol squat for sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, also exciting is that we did get some insight on who's doing all of the fresh haircuts. Yes. Turns out they are happening at the facility, mm-hmm. which honestly lends credence to the idea that like Owen Wolf wasn't allowed to get a haircut yep. with the team. Until he was really starting with the team. Right. Yeah. Uh, so... You know what? Uh, I'm going to call that a scoop. <laughs> Inside scoop from Mate yeah. Combos. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. I'm calling it now. Also, my the biggest shock to me was the last guest. Well, I guess the second, the second to, last to last guest. Yeah, Felipe doesn't really count. Felipe is like rotating sub. He's yeah. just like constant. <laughs> yeah, he's like a... Um, What do they call them? Featured cast members? Yes, exactly. When they're not a star, but they like appear. Yep. Yeah. Josh Wolf. Yeah. Coming out of pickleball. What a what a (laughs) weird energy Josh Wolf brought to that show. Well, because you could tell, like, okay, it's media time. Yeah. uh, Time to do the media. Yep. Uh, Some of my favorite Josh Wolf quotes uh, when he was asked who was the best to train on the team, and his answer was besides Teak. Oh, God, so good. Yep. Uh, That he also promised to drink out of Pollo when we win the MLS Cup. He said anything and everything out of Polo. He said he would drink anything and everything out of Pollo. Yeah. I really liked, at one point, Diego stopped Josh from talking and goes, dude, this isn't a press conference. Yeah. Like, it was just so good to remind him, like, hey, man, it's okay. Like, relax. And that's when we started to see more of his personality come out. And it's when we started to see. So he he had little bits in Spanish that he was, like, trying so hard to connect with, you know, Seba and Maxi on the other side of the couch who are just having their own little conversation. (laughs) Giggling in Spanish the whole time. Yeah. But his response to, is Danny going to Canada, was ojalá. 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 And, and it was just so cool to yeah, see. Yeah. I really liked that. Um, our last kind of, or my last uh, note from Mate Combos is they gave their World Cup predictions. Oh, before we go into that, I have a quote from not Mate Combos, but the audience watching sure. Mate Combos. A big shout out to Will SNDVL, uh, who said, why don't you drive Owen to practice, coach? Uh, clearly, that is a that is a person who listens to Swoon Tower. So shout out to you. Uh, you know what's up. Great question. Great question. Yeah, you know, I was so blown away by the fact that that's the question Mike chose to ask Brad Stuber. I guess I really, truly am not in touch with our audience. I told you. People want to know. I, I trust you. And now. then... I also really liked when someone asked Josh Wolf what his celebrity lookalike was, and the entire couch just yelled Owen Wolf. Yep. That yep. was amazing. Incredible. So good. <laughs> um, so our last note on that is World Cup predictions. So Felipe predicts that Brazil will win with USA in the quarterfinal. Maxi says it'll be Argentina. Seba says Argentina or France. So Mike, what do you think? I don't want to tell you because if I tell you, you're going to steal my answer for the okay. House Cup. No, I'll give you my answer first. Okay. If that's fine. My answer is France for best looking team in the World <laughs> Cup. <laughs> so I, my heart wants USA to win. Uh-huh. 
But your eyes want France to win. <laughs> France has already won our hearts. Yes. But, um, honestly, I don't know yet. <laughs> All right, stay and tuned. And picking the winner is really important to me so that I can keep the house cup. We do a bracket. And I don't want to get pigeonholed into whatever I say on the show. All right, fair. Fair, you fair, know, fair. I'm nervous. Y'all listening... If you want us to cover the Swoon Tower World Cup, you just let us know and we'll start working on it. I mean, we'll certainly be tweeting it uh, as we go, both the Swoon Tower style World Cup Mm -hmm. and also just our own House Cup standings. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to win this year. It's my year. I can feel it. I mean, you won. You won Euros. Mm -hmm. I did screaming in a bar in Raleigh, (laughs) Carolina. So I got to take it back. I had two World Cups in a row. She won. She won the the Euros. And so it's coming home. Yeah. Stay stay tuned. (laughs) Let's uh, go to our social media standouts of this. Yeah. The last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, So the last two weeks includes Father's Day. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That video of Julio. Wow, wow, wow. Um, this was the second time in the past two weeks that I have like been swayed toward like a positive of having your own kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, every interaction that Julio has on every video of him and his kid, I think we talked about it last time, but like it's just heart melting. It's so cute. Uh, everyone's everyone's posts about how important their kids are and mm-hmm. how like, wonderful their relationships are with their kids just ooh. yeah danny Hoosens with his two kids like ooh. yeah just so cute yeah so cute so good just that noise on repeat <laughs> yeah 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 uh, um some other social media uh things that happened Ruben, yeah, tell me about this one because when it happened you were so upset i wasn't upset i just was what was your direct quote I don't think Ruben Gabrielson has ever seen ballet in his life. That's right. And it's so endearing to me <laughs> because he, I bet he looked at that picture and he thought, I look beautiful. And he associated, like, I look graceful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, he, his first thought was that's like a ballerina, beautiful yeah. and graceful, right? So... The fact that he saw a picture of himself in action and was so proud of like his beauty and his grace. And I just, gosh, I love him so much. Also, <laughs> he looks nothing like a ballerina, but uh, we got some false nine Photoshop edits of him as a ballerina on stage. Looking very ballerific. Chef's kiss. Incredible work, as always. Ballerific's a word, right? Yep. Yep. Perfect. It is now. I am a word ballerina, y'all. <laughs> this week, we also are getting a lot of practice pictures, which is great because it's very hot outside. And so the shorts are very high mm-hmm. uh, on our gentlemen. The sleeves are out. Uh, if anyone has a tattoo, you know it. Mm-hmm. There is not a lot of skin to be hiding uh, in these practice photos there sure is not and we have learned something alluded to earlier about musa's legs 
<laughs> we have learned a lot about Musa's legs from Musa Jite. That man's legs. Uh, he he has them stacked. <laughs> Those are stacked legs. What is your routine, my dude? Please, please share. Hey, speaking of legs, though, yes, more content from the resident leg man, <laughs> Johan Romagna, <laughs> legman, and he re uh, reshared in his uh, Instagram stories, not retweeted, but whatever. I don't understand social media clearly. He shared in his story the picture of him doing like a slide something kick <laughs> slide tackle slide tackle i'm sorry i'm just so uh, engrossed in the photo <laughs> um and then ethan finley is standing next to him just he has gotten so owned and you can see it on his face and it just makes me wonder mike do you think that ethan finley's dad is gonna like slide up in oh. romania's dms and be like how dare you that's my son I hadn't even thought about Ethan Finley's dad in all of this. Yes, because he's clearly owning Ethan Finley, and Ethan Finley's dad is going to get up all in his stuff. Well, I don't think Johan's on Twitter, so I think it'll be all right. Oh, you think it's just Twitter only? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. All right, so he's safe. Ethan Finley's dad, if you are listening, <laughs> I love you. You're like, you're the man. I love your tweets. They're so fun. Never stop. Speaking of never stopping. Oh, my goodness. Diego, never change ever. No, we love you. Today, he did a signing at Q2 Stadium at the Verde store where people were allowed to bring things in and get them signed. Apparently, someone brought tortillas because of Mate con Vos mm -hmm. when Diego mentioned the tortilla challenge. And Diego let one of our fans slap him in the face with a tortilla. <laughs> it is on the Los Verdes uh, Instagram stories right now, and it is incredible. God, it's so good. Just wow. Yeah. Uh, amazing. What a guy. Amazing content. <laughs> if you hit me too hard, I get to slap you back, right? <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, he's so good. He's such a good sport, and he's, Diego's the best. Also the best, Danny, Danny Pereira. We got an updated TikTok. Remember oh, yeah. a couple months ago, he posted a TikTok about catching feelings. Should at the start I catch of the feelings season. before the start of the season? Yep. Nah. So he did a follow-up uh, with the lady that he had caught feelings for and duetted himself, and it was very cute and very sweet. Yeah, so... If you were wondering why he's growing that cool facial hair, <laughs> now you know. It's not just a... What were we talking about earlier? So we recorded an episode of my Shakespeare podcast. Yes. And we did a little kind of our love story and how Shakespeare ties into it. We played a little newlywed game and Mike absolutely smoked me. And then we were talking about Austin FC crossover, Austin FC players that would look best in a rough. That's what it was. And Danny Pereira's <laughs> facial hair definitely puts him at the top of the list right now. I'm just saying. You, I think you're right. I, I don't have a counter to that. I was just going to say uh, Danny Tarbell. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just because I want to look at Danny Tarbell. His name isn't Danny. I mean, I'm calling him Danny now. <laughs> have we shared that story? Yes. On this show? 
Oh, actually, I don't know. Um, because I've been calling him, <laughs> because I've been calling him Daddy Tarbell. Uh, I was standing in the kitchen with my parents a couple of weeks ago, and my mom was talking about the show, and she said something about Danny Tarbell, and my dad was like, "What?" And she was like, "Yeah, his first name's Danny, right? That's what you keep saying." <laughs> that's not, folks. Uh, first off, that's not his first name, and second off, that's not what she was saying, <laughs> Steph. What were you saying? Like I said, I've been calling him Daddy Tarbell, which I guess if you're, I, uh, my if you're mom listening, and listening, maybe, yeah, I was going to say, if you're not super paying attention, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. um, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's only one thing. No, two things to talk about now. Yeah, or beef. Yeah. Um, so folks, there was a very good episode of Moon Tower Soccer this week, mm-hmm. for the most part. We... For the most We have part. an issue. Yeah, and we'd like to take this time now to address it yeah. instead of talking to Landon and Jeremiah. We'd like to publicly air our grievance. They were answering a question. It was a great question. What's their second favorite La Murga song? Because everyone knows what the first favorite Murga song is. But then Landon and Jeremiah didn't seem to understand that obviously it's pepas it's pepas pepas is the best hands down to be fair landon gave it his second place still wrong still wrong but closer closer wasn't even in jeremiah's top two yeah (laughs) jeremiah please (laughs) we love pepas it's the best song it's the best song we've just taken to every time we're doing anything around the house we'll just scream play Play pepas just constantly yep and yeah, play play more Pepas. Yeah, Pepas is definitely my number one. It's the number one. It's also my number two. <laughs> Pepas is my top five Lamorga songs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what is underneath Pepas for you? Ooh, uh, I would say, I would probably say Cinco Doce. Yeah? Yeah. I think mine is still the one they do to El Matador. Yeah. I just, it's every good. time. Oh, it's good. God. It's so good. I do like La Bamba too, though. I really like La Bamba. I feel like La Bamba has like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't get tired singing it. You it know? makes you want to dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So to truly wrap it up today, we've got the man of my jersey. And this, this episode, <laughs> the man of my jersey is Vin Diesel. I know he's not a player for Austin FC. Nope. He doesn't have a number. But that's okay. We'll just put a paw print. Uh, right under it'll say Vin Diesel and then a little paw print that would be very cute I cannot overstate how much I love this dog I love this dog I love you all for listening yeah hey um we should do the thing that Landon and Jeremiah do where we tell people to rate review subscribe follow Moon Tower Soccer on all the socials uh mention in your review that Swoon Tower is your favorite part of Moon Tower (laughs) It makes Jeremiah just so happy when that happens. <laughs> Shout out to Landon and Jeremiah. We love you guys for Y'all letting are the us best, do this. Uh, even when you're wrong. <laughs> Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.